You're listening to the Golf Unfiltered Podcast, your source for in-depth interviews with the biggest names, brands, and personalities in golf. Our mission, to keep you informed and help you enjoy the game even more. All right, welcome back, everyone, to the Golf Unfiltered Podcast. Yet another episode here. It's uh, your buddies Adam and Dan from Golf Unfiltered. Nikki is... uh, she is she is busy right now and she she does not want to be doing what she's doing i'm sure but uh she uh wishes she could be here but we will bring her back here very soon of course dan it's always good to see you sporting the new gu hoodie i see Mm -hmm. look at that it was finally uh with with after the last few days of rain it was finally cool enough this morning to justify it um (laughs) it's it's gotten a little warmer here as the day goes on but i was just like i've already got it on and i'm gonna rep it all day long no matter how hot it gets so (laughs) <laughs> much appreciated for you doing that and uh folks you can go out we have a, a pro shop on our website at golfandfilter.com. go check it out there's some cool stuff up there at least i think it's cool dan thinks it's cool i will say too for the for for the fellow floridians listening and seeing this and thinking oh it's got to be so hot i did run out a little while ago it's it's gotten up to about 76 today uh it, it the material is thick enough to get you through the mornings but it's light enough that when i was out there now i didn't immediately uh, sweat through it so it's it's versatile <laughs> folks nice um so dan before we go any further i need to let our audience know a little bit of something and you don't even know this so i'm gonna this is gonna be breaking news for you even uh dan did you know that football is back and bet online is your number one information source for all your sports (laughs) wagering info with all the up to the minute stats news scores and matchup breakdowns this is a new read this is a new partner that we have Daniel. Awesome. Uh, get the get the latest game odds, spreads, and totals from the NFL and college football at your fingertips. That's the best place I like them. And bet online's real-time updates on statistics, news, and odds from week one all the way to the college football playoff and Super Bowl. Dan, these are things that we like to be involved in for sure. Uh, bet online gives you access to the best football promotions and contests available anywhere online. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to get in on the action. Remember to use promo code BELIEVE. B-L-E-A-V, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. All right. I had to remember to do that at the beginning of the episode. We had a pretty wild weekend, too. It started with it started on Friday with Dion blowing that game, and it's ended last night with that controversial no call at the end of the Giants game. So in in between, a ton of fun. (laughs) Can I tell you something? Let's talk about football for a second. So I I took on our friend Nikki this week in our fantasy league. And I think I, so I was sweating it at the end there. She had Buffalo's defense and I had, uh, I had uh, cook uh, James cook. And I think I won by like less than two points. So I, I think the real reason she's not here today is because she's angry at me. As you're How talking you're about that, pulling up the final score yeah. here, let's uh, let's see here. Okay. So um, yeah, you guys are done. You beat her by two and two tenths of a point 74.8 to 72.6 so yeah um i did not fare as well as you this week although (laughs) i'm not done yet i'm still technically projected to win we're gonna see what happens tonight i've got austin eckler going tonight and uh, tony pollard oh Oh, and the dallas defense and i need to make up uh i need to make up about 30 points to get to get the win so i the projections still show that i am gonna win but then again you know that's why they play the game, folks, because uh, yeah. crazier things uh, tend to happen. So uh, Bears JV, the team that you're playing, is our buddy Tad. Um, okay. He's in town here. We were actually at his house yesterday watching football. 
And um, I don't know if he listens to the show or not, but I'll tell you what, Dan, that man put down so many cans of bush peach. Have you had bush oh, like okay. peach? Okay. Yeah. Bush peach. I didn't <laughs> he, know that Bush did the peach. I knew that we had the natter days that Natty does, but I was well, unaware of uh, bush peach. Okay. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. They do. And it's pretty good. <laughs> all right. Mm. All right. I might have to look into that. Yeah. Can I ask you about your dolphins for a second? Your yeah, Miami Dolphins. Do I'm, 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 um, for once, I'm actually happy to talk about the Dolphins. It's been a while they, since I could say that. Are they just going to score a billion points this season and hope to outscore every opponent to a championship? Because they they can score at will. It, it would certainly seem that way as of now. Obviously, um, after what happened last season, I have to say with a caveat, as long as Tua stays healthy and doesn't inadvertently turn his brain into soup again. Uh, I think we're well <laughs> on our way. Um, it's clear that even when one of your best running backs slash players goes down and goes on IR, that next man up can just come and essentially replicate those numbers as Ahmed did yesterday. And that backup rolled to Mozart. He basically just recreated um, a chain's numbers in the backfield as yeah. that complimentary back. All this minds you happening um, as those, who live in your area know all too well. Chase Claypool hasn't even uh, oh. suited up yet. Uh, he yeah. was a healthy scratch yesterday because obviously he's still, I'm sure, learning the playbook and getting himself acclimated. Um, so eventually he'll also be thrown into the equation, whether it is as a tight end, which they were floating an idea of possibly having because he's such a bigger guy, or if right. he's the wide receiver nine out of out of the slot, <laughs> you know, on a random play here and there. I don't even know how where they're going to use him at that point, but there's just another guy who um, – if he keeps his nose to the ground, will be a great person to catch the ball too. Who hasn't even technically yeah. shown up yet. So, um, the, yeah, the I, wide receiver I, the, core the, is ridiculous. The eighty-seven Bears. This is not. Uh, this is definitely <laughs> not going to be a team that's going to beat you defensively. Uh, you're gonna. They're gonna. It would appear. Although, once again, we talk about injuries. You know, you've got a couple guys on the defensive side who, in, in the next couple of weeks, will be coming off the IR, namely Jalen Ramsey. So, we right. could also see a situation where. This team's going to be able to score at will and then also start to shut teams down defensively, in which case, I mean, uh, good luck to everybody else if that happens. Because yeah. right now, the only Achilles heel is that if another team can outscore them 50 to 48, they win. But uh, if this defense right. can get fixed up a little bit, that won't, won't happen anymore either. So we'll see. And I'll tell you, Buffalo, Buffalo's not it this year. I don't They're think. beatable. I mean, they almost... They're very beatable. Uh, my Patriots, but just might as well not even show up anymore. They're they're absolutely terrible. Bring um, in Bailey Zappy for you guys. Come on. Oh so my it god. Get any worse, right? <laughs> you know, I just I was joking yesterday. It was like let's just trade Mac Jones, Justin Fields from the Bears straight up. Let's just make it happen. Who cares at this point? It's so bad. It's so bad to watch. It's not uh, even fun. But it's fun to watch your guys. Uh, I'm glad you guys are having success. Uh, Philly is still. There's still a, a, a dynamo, I think. I got a feeling they're going to be right there. And Detroit, I don't know. A lot of people were talking about Detroit going in this season, but um, that is a know. good team. As long as, once again, if they can yeah. stay healthy, if if St. Brown can uh, stay healthy, um, that and and their defensive side, you know, Hutchinson, all of them, obviously, I mean, it's football, so everything's predicated right. on health. But man, uh, Detroit is finally firing on all cylinders now. I fully expect them to do what Detroit does. And you know, get in the playoffs and get a first round buy and then lose to some wild card team that right. won like eight games in the regular season or, you know, whatever. But still, they are, uh, for the time being at least, and it's super cool uh, as someone who got to see him uh, climb the ranks down here through the Dolphins organization, Dan Campbell could not have been happening right now to a, a better 
better guy. So that's that's also fun yeah. to watch too. That is very, very true. All right. So um it's if you couldn't tell listeners, it's kind of like the slow time of the year golf wise. Uh, but certainly there's a lot of sports going on. So we're gonna hit the all fields here um to talk about these things. So we did have some golf news, Dan. Uh obviously Lexi Thompson uh playing in the uh Shriners open last weekend. Uh we talked a little bit about it in the last episode with Nikki. Uh the it was it was an interesting I'm I'm gonna go on on record here and just say that I didn't watch a ton of it. I, I did watch a little bit of the coverage. Um, I do work from home. I have the ability to turn it on TV a little bit. But you pointed something out that was really interesting about the coverage and the inclusion of Lexi Thompson that just didn't seem to pass the sniff test. Isn't that right? Yeah, you know when I would have really loved to have been able to watch her was on Friday when she was playing lights out and trying to make the cut. And guess where that was available on Friday? That was available mm. only through PGA Tour Live on ESPN Plus behind a paywall because the geniuses at the PGA Tour said, you know what we're going to do? We're going to give Lexi a late, early tee time split. And so on Friday, when in theory she could be making a run at the cut, which is exactly why we have her here in the first place, bringing eyeballs to this tournament, we are going to mm. stick her behind a paywall Despite the fact that our league and our sport is still skews much, much older than the others. And there are probably a lot of people out there that would love to watch us that either don't have ESPN plus or don't know mm -hmm. how to use ESPN plus or don't really do the whole streaming thing onto a real TV. And so they don't want to sit at a computer and watch it and they'd love to just turn on golf channel. But guess what? For those of you who may have been like, oh, well, let me see what's on golf channel on Friday morning or early afternoon. And no offense to these guys. It was a Champions Tour event. It was not right. Lexi Thompson. They didn't even break into coverage. There was no look-ins. It was, hey, guess what? If you don't have access to this paywalled form of, of viewing, tough luck to you. And so I just, yeah. you have to wonder, based off of what we were talking about going in, that like, this is the fall season. We just spent the first almost 10 minutes of the show talking about football because that's what's going on right now. So you bring Le Lexi Thompson to this event because you want to get more eyeballs on an event that normally wouldn't get very many of them. And then you give her an early a morning Friday tea time when, unless that's just the tour saying we didn't even expect her to sniff the cut. And so we wanted to bury her early in the right. morning. So she wasn't on real TV, but in that case, but then if that's the case, then why did you even, why even bring her there? Why bring her there? Like you obviously yeah. did it. Cause you were hoping for a cut. Like, if she didn't make the cut to to have a really good sh uh, shot at making the cut, which she did, mm -hmm. she did her end of the bargain. Um, the tour did not do its end of the bargain or anyone any favors by giving her that uh, morning tea time out there in Vegas. So it wasn't even in the coverage window because think about, and th this isn't literally, this is metaphorically speaking. We mm -hmm. all live in our smartphones. Now we all are able to track the leaderboard at least, but think about all the people that had, she had that later in the day tea time on Friday would have, whether they were working from home or they wanted to record it or whatnot, they would have found a way to get themselves to the golf channel to watch that. And right. so the golf channel as a partner of the PGA tour, also you have to imagine lost uh, some viewership numbers there on Friday, because by the time their coverage came on, she was done. And yeah, I mean, we were still waiting to see if she was going to make the cut, but it's not like you had to watch every shot getting hit to learn whether she was going to end up making the cut at the end of the day at that point. Yeah. And, and that highlights the exact reason why I had an issue with this entire thing all along. It's it's this was never for the benefit of Lexi. This was never for the benefit of Lexi. They they stuck her behind a, play, a, a paywall. They were hoping that the allure of watching 
uh, the LPGA tour star play with the men, with the boys, they were hoping that that would be enough for people to either sign up for PGA tour live or, you know, bypass the paywall some way. And, but, you know, with all due respect to Lexi, I just, I don't see how this benefited her specifically in any way, but maybe I'm looking at it the wrong way. And here are two other things too. First off, when the, when the, when the pairings came out and no offense to the two guys, I, I do apologize. I can't remember the name off, off the top of my head, but that, that proves my point more. <laughs> they, mm-hmm. they paired her with like two random guys. Like you would think that they would want to pair her with the two of the bigger name guys that were playing that week. So they could have kind of like a, a big time, like super feature group. One, that's one, mm-hmm. two. Yeah. And let's be real here. Anyone that's a golf sicko enough to want to turn into the tune into the Shriners for Children's Open on a Thursday and Friday, whether Lexi is there or not, already has PGA Tour Live. So they already have ESPN Plus because they already have that. So you're not, it's not like they're saying, oh, well, we want to get all these extra subs. Like, I can't imagine that there was anyone who bought ESPN Plus on Friday morning just to watch Lexi Thompson play golf. Because if you wanted it, like, you probably already had it too. So it's just like, it's 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 not like when they put a, a one Notre Dame game on Peacock because they know that it would get enough people to go to Peacock because it's Notre Dame or you know for for my soccer friends it's not like when they put the Chelsea game or the Liverpool game or the Man U game on Peacock only because they know that they're going to get enough people that will sign up for it because they want to watch that like the yeah. people that wanted to watch Lexi already had ESPN Plus or if they didn't they followed it along on the PGA Tour app like it's just it, it's not unfortunately it was golf, a weird model. And it, it will never be golf isn't football whether it's right. american or british golf is not football golf is not going to get tens of thousands of people to sign up for a sub because of one thing going on like you would see with like i said with a notre dame game or an english premier league game, you know whatever it is so it's just i just it it for a sport that we've talked about so often can't get out of its own way as far as getting more people to want to watch it that's just another right. in a long list of examples of Make it harder for people to actually watch your product, guys. Like, what are we doing? Yeah, yeah, it's it's uh, it's inexcusable at this point, especially if they're going to go to the 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 level or the trouble of, uh, you know, they're trying. It's almost like they're trying to do something good here with you know, in uh, sponsors exemption for Lexi, and they're doing other things where they can try to reach more people in the game. Let's let's hashtag grow the game, whatever they want to do. But to your point, they can't get out of their own way where they make it even more difficult. For people to actually want to go and do that now the the implication here and this is just purely my opinion uh so people listening to this don't don't get on us too bad on this but the implication here is that you know you're gonna you're gonna bring lexi out as kind of this uh, either a lightning rod or or something other than uh basically a walking advertisement to bring people to this tournament and then you don't first of all i have a problem with that but second of all it's like okay well Take the steps necessary to make it worth everybody's while. I hope that Lexi got a cut of something, you know, if there was, if, if it was, and I have no reason to believe it was, but if it was tied to PJ two or live subscriptions, um, give her a portion of that. You know, I don't know what they do to work that stuff out, but it, it, it the whole thing just feels so inadequate and, and I can't even think of the term right now. It just doesn't feel like what it was supposed to be. And I'm hoping even with all of that being said, she still played well. She still played really well. And, you know, she, this was the first time she had done something like this. I'm sure it was inspiring to a, a group of golf fans that wanted to watch it. 
I mean, I had joked, I'm like, look, I'm not the core audience for this particular thing. You know, like I know who Lexi Thompson is. I will watch the LPGA tour uh, at times. Like I will watch the Solheim cup. I'm not going to, uh, Lexi Thompson doesn't need my viewership, right? It's the other players that or other fans that haven't seen her before. And it just feels like a missed opportunity for all the reasons that you laid out. But yeah, no, I mean, of, of course, I mean, of course, too, we we're just talking about it from the TV viewership audience. I'm sure that it probably helped uh, the local support in and around Vegas as far sure. as like more people yeah. coming out, which meant more money for the charities in, in the Vegas area. So, I mean, I, I'm sure there was good in it. It just seemed really questionable. Um, I guess the, the way I could put it is it's in. It would be like. I, I don't know. I guess you could say it would almost be like Tiger came back and he wanted to mm-hmm. play in like a random event and the tour gave him like a morning tea time when they knew their afternoon window was when they were going to be on TV. So no one could actually like really watch him or they, you'd have to go yeah. out of your way to do it. And I understand it's Tiger. So more people probably would go out of their way to do it, but it's, it, I would have the same questions that I'm like, well, then why did you have tiger show up if you weren't going to really put him on tv like right. it's great that she was on tv on thursday but thursday's not the day that anything's happening friday is when you want her smack dab in the middle of that tv window as she is shooting lights out beating a ton of guys and 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 making a hard push for that cut yeah absolutely that that would have been the big story and to your point very few people would have been able to see it had it happened so it, it was it was just a weird situation but that being said, you know, I would like to see more stuff like this. I think I even mentioned on social, you know, let's do the mixed team event. Let's do something where we can get the biggest names from both tours on one spot, one time. Obviously, we can't trust television coverage to tell their stories adequately. So, you know, whatever we have from TV, let's put them in those time, uh, those prime time slots so that everyone could benefit, including the fans. Um, there was other golf news this this uh week and that has to do with our friends over at live golf and boy well you know we kind of saw this coming right dan i mean the official world golf rankings they went the extra step to actually consider what would be the equivalent to an appeal from live golf to say you know what let's take a look and see if we can award these guys official world golf ranking points that didn't turn out in the favor of Live Golf. In fact, they got denied. And so before we we kind of react to this a little bit, just to put this out on the table so everyone, to, just to kind of clarify this for everybody listening to this, because I know that there's this big war between the PGA Tour, PGA of America, and Live Golf. It was the majors that voted to not award the points, okay? It wasn't the PGA Tour. In fact, some of the people on the board at the OWGR, they recused themselves from voting. So it was literally only four votes. It was Augusta National, it was the PGA of America, it was um, uh, the RNA, and then finally, who am I forgetting? Uh, the, the USGA. USGA. Yeah, the majors. They voted to not award points. Where do we go from here, Dan? Do they have any arguments left? Well, first off, that that first that part is hilarious to me because the biggest argument that all the live people kept saying is, oh, well, it doesn't matter what the tours want. The majors can let us in if they want. Well, guess what, guys? The majors don't want you there any more than anyone else does. And they made that very well known because you're right. 
the majors could have done whatever they wanted and changed their criteria to let you in. And the easiest way for them to do it would have been to unanimously vote to give you guys world ranking points so you can get in through the traditional system. And they didn't want you. Mm-hmm. Um, my, my biggest takeaway from it, and quite frankly, I, I saw it coming a mile away. Um, basically, the official world golf ranking tries to uphold the integrity of the sport from an individual traditional golf standpoint. I, I think we can agree with that. They, that's that's yep. how they choose who gets points and who doesn't because, you know. So the second earlier this year, I believe it was earlier this season, that Sebastian Munoz came out and said the quiet part out loud. And by that, <laughs> I mean he told everyone that he laid up on purpose on the 54th hole of a tournament <laughs> and basically lost on purpose so that his team could finish better. And I don't know if it was so his team could win or get second or whatever. Was it so his team could finish better in the tournament than he did as an individual. And when you factor in that the official world golf ranking points are based off of individual golf tournaments, <laughs> when a supposed individual golf tournament entity is telling you that they are not upholding the individual, the, the integrity of the individual portion of that tournament in favor of team money. Yeah. He said the quiet part out loud, folks. You can't say the, but that's no surprise because Liv has been saying the quiet part out loud since the day they started, which is why they're continually uh, getting into deeper and deeper hot water, whether, you know, depending yeah. on what side you fall on that. End. But there are certain things you just can't say. And he said the one thing that you can't say. And then, of course, and I wasn't in that, that board meeting. So I don't know if that was a direct factor or not, but I have to, you have to think that that had to at least have, have, was in the back of somebody's mind when they're making oh, yeah. their ultimate decision. Like, I mean, it's just, it was a can, bullet you point can for, for sure. You can forget about the fact that they have a relatively closed off system. You can forget about the fact that Brooks Kepka could fail to break 80 for the next three years and still keep his live spot. Because quite frankly, Rory could not break 80 for three years and still keep getting world golf ranking points because he could, st- he could use pass exemptions. I mean, he Let's could. not pretend that the PGA Tour is this massive, op- giant open. I mean, there is it's it's largely closed off now too. You can forget about the fact that it's only fifty four holes because there are other tours that are recognized that are only fifty four holes. But mm-hmm. the second that anybody, and it's the same thing when it comes to sports betting in this country, the second you have any even thought of calling into question the overall integrity of the game or of the round or of the sport game over it might as well be wwe at that point like it might as well be you might as well have predetermined results at that point because you can't in good conscience expect any you just you can't you can't do it it's the same way with betting and that's why these leagues are so adamant on suspending these players it's like if 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 somebody even thinks that we aren't being honest and with our results that we are doing anything to not be in to cause our integrity integrity into question it's game over the Golf Unfiltered podcast is brought to you by our friends over at Coghill Golf and Country Club, who we are happy and proud to partner with once again this year. Coghill features 72 holes of championship golf, including the world-famous Dubs Dread. They have a completely renovated practice area and driving range. It's essentially an academy that you can go and spend not only the day improving your game, but at night they've got lights now and two bars as well as a food truck to spend some quality time with some friends and family. They've been doing it this way since 1927, folks. Go out to coghillgolf.com to learn more. We're also brought to you by our friends over at Sharp Focus Nutrition. Let's face it, when you go out and play golf, you probably don't eat and drink very well. Well, a couple hot dogs, a few beers, yeah, we get it. 
Sharp Focus Nutrition replaces all of that with a systematic way to not only stay replenished throughout your round, but to also improve your game in doing so. Go out to sharpfocusnutrition.com to learn about their system. Let them know that we sent you. Pick up a system right now, sharpfocusnutrition.com. The Golf and Filter Podcast is also brought to our friends over at Swanee's. Swanee's is here with a fresh take. Performance-based materials are a given these days, but if you're looking for the stretchiest and most lightweight pieces that deliver a look that says, I'm here for a good time, take a walk on the Swanee side. With fabric sourced from recycled plastics and design sourced from our very own weekend warriors, Swanee's is looking out for both our planet and those that might need a little style to boost their drive another 15 yards. Premium looks from top to bottom, at swannies.co swannies.co yeah it, it well said it's totally the case uh definitely something that i'm sure they talked about and another thing that we commonly hear dan is um how there's this divisiveness or this division rather between the european tour and the pga tour now and it really goes back to uh grasping for straws at the argument here uh specific to the Ryder cup for example where yes brooks Kepka made the Ryder Cup team as a captain's pick for the United States. There, he was the only live golf player. There were no live golf players on the European side. And famously or infamously, the European team said, no, we are not taking any live players. They changed their captain for crying out loud because Henrik Stenson went to live. That's that's not even part of the argument here either, because as Zach Johnson, for all of his faults as a Ryder Cup captain, he did come out and he admitted the only reason that Brooks Kepka is on this team is because he won the PGA championship, you know, so he was able to uh, he qualified on points. Well, no, he, I'm he sorry. Qualified he on point. the, yeah. Well, he, he qualified based on performance compared to other yes, people yes. on the PGA yes. tour. And so that is really what it boils down to back to your point about the integrity of the game. If you can't draw equal comparisons and I keep seeing this in, you know, they tell you don't read the comments. And I'm so bad about reading the comments. But people are saying like, well, if they I can't always read the comments, <laughs> right? If they're a ranking system and they're not ranking all the golfers, our buddy Sam Marks, Samantha Marks, just won a member guest <laughs> down in Florida. She's not getting world ranking points either. So it's like you can't just. But you know what, too, everyone. honestly. Now, Tiger's tournament aside of the hero does get world ranking points. And there were a lot of people pre-live. Are we going to forget about pre-live? Everyone who yelled about the fact that how is this getting oh. uh, world ranking points when it's a closed off system, 17 guys, it's an exhibition event. Event Every, Everything that they used to complain about, about the hero world challenge getting points describes what golf is on a weekly basis. Also, now correct me if I'm wrong here, but I believe that, that, that the fun tournaments that the tour holds that occur over the, between Thanksgiving and Christmas. One right. of them is a mixed team event. The other one used to be whatever it's called. Now it used to be the shark shootout. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the, the father, son, the PNC father, son, those don't receive world ranking points because they're not there. There there's no question that they're just fun exhibitions. There's no integrity right. to the game to be upheld with those. Guess Correct. what guys yeah. like, and, and, and we, we saw our buddy Dan Rappaport tweeted out this morning. He was like, I don't understand how Brooks can beat Cam Smith and this guy and this guy and this guy not get world ranking points. Well, it's really simple, guy, Dan. It's a real simple. Yeah. That's an exhibition golf tournament. It's uh, let's, they, they, let's call this I'm sorry, so what, what it is. Let, let, let's put it this way. 
if the seminal member guest the day after the Honda doesn't get world ranking points, Liv isn't <laughs> getting is it. And, those, and think about how loaded <laughs> yeah. that thing is. That yeah, thing should is. get world ranking points. I mean, if we're being honest, you want to talk about the first thing that needs to get it if they want to expand. It's that thing. <laughs> Because Absolutely. everybody and their mother is a plays that one. So like, but like, yeah, they're, th- these guys play loaded star studded events on their own time. that The cameras aren't even rolling for. Should we start giving world ranking points to that? The the match, the match every year. Should we start giving <laughs> world ranking? God. I mean, if you have a, if you have a golf club in your hand, should you now get world ranking points? That's basically what they're saying. No, no, you should right. not. <laughs> Where's Travis Kelsey uh, listed? Yeah, in right. Exactly. Where's exactly. Yeah, yeah, Pat Mahomes. <laughs> Oh god! Might as well give the celebrity events world ranking points now. Yeah, I mean, exactly. Where does it end? Where does it end? And I'm gonna, I'm gonna be honest with you, listeners. I just said Travis Kelsey to hit SEO these days because I mean (laughs) he's all over the place. Um, so uh, what's funny is you had mentioned the Hero World Challenge, and I don't know if you saw this. It was kind of just a recent news, but uh, uh, so Ricky and JT have now gotten invites to play in the World Challenge from Tiger, Mm -hmm. and there's still a a TBD yet to be announced final roster spot and yep. we all know yep. who it's going to but uh yeah, of course as long as he's here's who, up, of course but well yeah that's true i personally and this isn't gonna happen give it to charlie just give it to charlie yeah, that would be awesome that would be great <laughs> put him out there nice. but if you look at the rundown as because it's funny you mentioned that i got the email this morning too the, the list is pretty i mean it's a lot of the, the guys that we see every year but i mean it's 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 quite the star-studded list. Uh, Scotty, yeah. Victor Hovland, Cantlay. Uh, let's see if Cantlay's wearing a hat this time. Uh, oh, his boy. partner in crime, Shoffley, Max Homa, uh, Matt, Matt Fitzpatrick, Brian Harmon, Wyndham Clark, Jordan Spieth, Cam Young, Keegan Bradley, Colin Morikawa, Tony Finau, Sam Burns, Jason Day, Steps, Straka, Will Zalatoris, which that was a great name to see. It means he's finally uh, feeling and doing a little bit better coming off his uh, injury. And then you mentioned Ricky, JT, and then that. Uh, TBD, which is a weird way to spell Tiger Woods' name, but TBD. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's going to be him for sure. Uh, Matt Fitzpatrick, I always have a hard time saying. I always want to say Fitzmatrick or something like that. It just doesn't, for some yeah, reason, I want to say Fitzgerald. Name, like his, his first name's not even Larry, but I say Matt Fitz, and I want to just go Fitzgerald. So there you go. <laughs> yeah, right. But yeah, it's an interesting time in golf. I mean, it's, it's, it's just saturated in hypocrisy in so many ways there's contradictions everywhere uh you pointed out some good back and forth you know live golf had all this Harrow world challenge doesn't have a format that's all too different aside from you know like the shotgun start and everything but at the same token you know all of this to say the official world golf ranking started out years ago as a very specific, for a very specific reason. Okay. It was started by IMG and a few others for a very specific reason to boost their players, to make them more marketable. Okay. That's the reason it was invented. It has changed over the years. It has definitely evolved. Uh, I would say uh, much like the FedEx cup point system, it's the best system that we have. It might not be the best system possible, but it's what we have to determine who are the best players. And I will say this for anyone listening to, and I've said this on social, Dan, you and I have talked about this. We can't forget the fact that live golf, the players who decided to make the jump were told explicitly what would happen if they went to live golf and they took the money, they decided to do that. And now what they are doing is they are trying to gaslight everybody else, including the world golf ranking points, saying, oh, well, if you're not going to rank us, then how legitimate can you be? No, 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 no. That's not how this works. We told you that there was criteria that you had to meet and you still decided to do what you're going to do. So if you're hearing this, 
And if you're seeing this, listeners and viewers on social media or all these live bots, especially on X or Twitter, don't pay attention to them. These players knew what they were getting into. My question for you, Dan, how soon before we start seeing players sue live golf because they were told something? Yeah, I was just about to bring that up. I I wasn't going to play devil's advocate in the traditional sense, but what I was about to say was that they knew just from common sense that it wasn't going to happen. I do wonder, though, what Greg Norman was telling them and what specifically is written in their contracts that are now that live is now in breach of because they didn't get this. Uh, Well, on that point, let's jump in to jump in real quick on that point of the contracts. We have to remember that part of the uh, let's call them the leads or team leads, the managers of these teams is they have to go and openly market to other players and try to increase the value of their franchises. Now they don't have a very big selling point. Sorry, yeah. I didn't mean to jump in. Well, no, no, I agree. Not only that, also, um, you know, I, a lot of these guys, we saw their uh, equipment and uh, sponsors uh, drop them when they went to live. But mm-hmm. the ones who haven't been dropped, it's no secret. We've talked about it plenty on this show specifically as well. A lot of these guys, part of their deals are um, based on World Golf Ranking, where they sit in the World Golf Ranking, whether it's to get a bonus or to just maintain being an uh, uh, endorser of the of the companies. Right. Uh, so there's yeah. that too, but also beyond beyond just that too, like you mentioned, um, now we do question, wonder, breach a contract, but then at that too, not to get political here, uh, good luck suing the Saudi government. Uh, I guess is all I'll say to <laughs> right. anybody who thinks that they want to try to now sue them for breach of contract. Uh, all I'll say to you is best of luck, best of luck in your future endeavors, because I guarantee you, it does not matter if you have the best lawyer money can buy. It's the Saudi government, and they have a better one because they can buy more. <laughs> yeah, and spend yeah, more that is so uh that is best of luck to battle. you trying to bring best of luck to you uh gentlemen whoever you may be uh if that is a case and you do have breach of contract you're probably still stuck but once again like you said they also had to have known what they were when going in that this was a very big long shot no matter what greg or anyone else was promising them at the time yeah yeah it's just uh continues to be a mess i don't know what this means for the future of live golf there's still that lingering possibility that this framework agreement that they come to some agreement which may or may not and again not to get political but current events in the world um that could just spell the end of that question right now yeah and so we'll see where that plays out certainly it's the least important thing in that whole uh conflict certainly um but in the uh, the greater uh or the grander scheme of things in regard to professional golf a lot remains to be unsolved and a lot remains to be seen for 2024. And it's beginning to feel more, at least to me, Dan, that I can't just be the same fan or observer of pro golf. Like I always used to be like, there's just this other flavor to it now that it feels like, Oh, this is different. And it's a little sour. I mean, uh, how do you feel about the whole thing? Yeah. Um, and I, I, we, we talked about this off air, but I'll bring it up on the air too. Now, I don't know if anyone else, well, we know nobody actually watched it in real time, but I don't know if anyone caught it on any of their social feeds yesterday. Um, after Brooks won the, the final regular season event in Jeddah or whatever, uh, with that win, he got, I think second place, but I don't know. He got some $4 million bonus for, for, for the season long race to whatever they have it. Um, he had no clue. And when he was interviewed after the round, he's like, Hey, did you know by winning today, you got 4 million. He's like, I did like, he could not have cared less that (laughs) he got an extra $4 million. Um, yeah, exactly. That's basically what is he's like, Oh, okay, cool. Well, thanks. I had no, (laughs) and if that just doesn't sum up, uh, men's professional golf right now and just how 
it has been completely taken over by just stupid amounts of money that it's just like these guys are now making so much money that they have to be told when they're making more money and then they don't even right. care. And like, right. and that's just, and that's just what made the entire Ryder cup that much more gross is that's supposed to be the one week every two years where like money and all of this other politicalness and everything else can take a backseat. And for the Americans, you are playing for the USA on your hat. And if you're a European, you are playing for the European logo on your hat and it is pure and it is great. And that's all it is about. And it takes us back to a, a, a more pure time in the game of golf. And then you got Cantlay and Shoffley over here saying, well, I'm not wearing a hat because I'm not getting paid. It's like, then, then, then shut up and go home. It's yeah, like, this is supposed to be up, the man. one week that we're supposed to have as golf fans where it's not all about the money. And you just made right. it all about the money. So it's like, it's it's really tough now in, in on the men's side. This is strictly the men's professional golf side. It is really yep. tough on the men's side to find anything to root for right now and anyone really to root for right now because at, at the end of the day, it's just all about the money with these guys. And I understand all sports. It's all about the money with all these guys. Sure. But it has, it, has, it has reached a point now, unlike any other sport, where that is number one is, is the money and then number two is, the, is what's going on on the field of play. Um, yeah, and, and that's it's not really happening anywhere else because while while money is a big topic on the other, and maybe this and maybe this is because in all the other in the NBA and the NFL and Major League Baseball they have a players union and the league and those two sides are able to deal with the money side of stuff behind behind closed doors largely unless there's a lockout and then it, it gets but obviously the tour doesn't have a union they have the players right. advisory council that clearly we learned during this whole framework agreement doesn't actually wield any power anymore. Um, but anymore. so because they don't have a traditional union and whatnot, they, everything is done so much more publicly. Uh, so, and, and I'm sure that factors into it, but the other leagues, these guys seem to make their money and they seem to constantly be making more of it. And it's not, it's not the only thing that everybody's talking about. The only time money ever gets brought up is either if a star player holds out or if a lockout happens. And then obviously money's being brought up because everyone wants to know what two sides of things and who's working on what, but, um, on the day to day. It's just what's going on on the field, and I golf needs to figure out a way to get back to what's going on inside the ropes and not what's going on outside as much. Yeah, and because of all that stuff that's happening on the outside of the ropes, I I guarantee the PGA Tour couldn't wait for winter. They 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 want the downtime. They want a little bit of you know less eyeballs on them right now to get hopefully a lot of this stuff figured out. Time will tell, as we said earlier. That's Dan Hauser. You can follow him at Dan Hauser Golf all over social media. Uh, you can go and follow us all over social media as well at Golf Unfiltered. And if you're listening to this, I did put this out on X or Twitter. Um, we will still have a presence on that. I know we've uh, had a pretty decent following over the years on Twitter, um, but please go and look for us on other uh, outlets and platforms as well, including Threads and TikTok and YouTube. We do have a YouTube channel that you can actually watch. If you're listening to this, you can watch a video version of this podcast episode and all of our podcast episodes there as well so dan it's always nice to uh, catch up with you yeah so it's good uh we'll, catch, we'll talk to you guys later uh, next week <laughs>